Hey, this is Randy Robinson, and I'm the pastor of Everyday Church. Thanks so much for joining us today. We hope this podcast encourages you, stretches your faith, and helps lead you into a growing relationship with Jesus. Let's do it. a lot going on this morning and I prayed diligently about what to share today I'm going to share a simple thought as we continue to talk about loving God I don't think this will take too long and so you can hurry after that and get to the cookies I want you to posture your heart to receive from the Lord today. It was once said that expectancy is the breeding ground for miracles. I want you to expect I want you to expect God to do something in your life. Today. If you're in the room today and you need healing spiritually, emotionally or physically, the healer is here. Our theme for the year is love your neighbor. And we've been looking at the words of Jesus from Matthew chapter 22. Beginning in verse 35. One of them, an expert in the law, tested him with this question. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Maestro, ¿cuál es el mandamiento? Maestro, ¿cuál es el mandamiento? Uno de ellos, experto de la ley, le tendió una trampa con esta pregunta. Maestro, ¿cuál es el mandamiento más importante de la ley? And Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Ama al Señor tu Dios. Con todo tu corazón, con tu ser y con toda tu, la, tu mente, le respondió Jesús. This is the first and greatest commandment. Este es el primer y más importante mandamiento. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. El segundo se parece a este, ama a tu prójimo como a ti mismo. All of the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Toda la ley de esos mandamientos depende en toda la ley y los profetas. Jesus says all of the law and the prophets. Jesús dice toda la ley y los profetas. All of the do's and the don'ts. Todo lo que tienes que hacer y lo que no debes de hacer. All of the promises. Todas las promesas. Hang on these two commandments. Cargan estos dos mandamientos. Everything we do hinges on whether or not we do these two things well. Todo lo que hacemos depende de que hagamos estas dos cosas correctamente. Our Christianity revolves around these two foundational commands. Nuestra vida cristiana lleva su vida en estos dos fundamentos. Love God. Que ames and love your neighbor. And so while loving our neighbor is our theme for this year, we can't start there. We can't bypass number one. Love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind. We cannot effectively, properly or biblically, love our neighbor if we do not first love God. I encourage you to do some soul searching. And ask yourself the question, do I really love God? 
And if I do love God, y si amo a Dios, what is the evidence? ¿Cuál es la evidencia? We've been fasting and praying for the past 21 days. Hemos estado ayudando, ayunando y orando por los últimos 21 días. Because fasting disconnects us from the world. Porque el ayunar te desconecta del mundo. And prayer connects us to God. Y la oración te conecta a Dios. So if we want to become closer to God, si queremos acercarnos más a Dios, it's going to take disconnecting with va, the attachments that we have to the world. Va a coger que tú te desconectes de lo que te, te conecta a la vida del mundo. John, the cousin of Jesus, said it this way. Juan, el primo de Jesús, lo dijo de esta forma. He must become greater. Él se tiene convertir más I grande. must become less. Y yo tengo que disminuir. My life must be emptied. Mi vida tiene que ser vacía. Of selfishness. De, de selfishness. And sin. Y del pecado. And arrogance. De la arrogancia. And pride. Del, de, de, del sí mismo. Instead of praying to be filled, y para que seas lleno, I've changed my prayer. Cambio mi oración. To, oh God, empty me. Oh Dios, vacía me. God, help me to empty myself of myself. Ayúdame a vaciarme de yo, de mí mismo. So that there's room to be filled by you. Para que pueda ser lleno de ti. And yet many of us remain unfazed by the need to love God. I shared several weeks ago there was a time in my life where I wasn't sure I did love God. To say the words, I love you, God. And especially, I love you, Father. It felt terribly awkward. And if I'm honest, sometimes it still feels awkward to refer to God as my Father. For whatever reason, it's easier for us to engage in love for Jesus. But it's infinitely more difficult to say, I love you, Father. And yet that's how Jesus described God. Jesus, Jesus called him our Father. So the question is, why don't we love God? So la pregunta es, ¿por qué no amamos a Dios? First John chapter four, la primera de Juan capítulo cuatro, verse nine, versículo nueve. This is how God showed us His love among us. He sent His one and only Son into the world that we might live through Him. Así manifestó Dios su amor entre nosotros, en que envió a su hijo unigénito al mundo para que vivamos por medio de él. This is love. Not that we have loved, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. En esto consiste el amor, no en que nosotros hayamos amado a Dios, sino en que él nos amó y envió a su hijo para que fuera ofrecido como sacrificio por el perdón de mis pecados. First John 4:19. And this is what I want to talk about the rest of our time. We love because he first loved us. The issue for many of us, especially if you've been in church for a long time, is that we know about the love of God. But few of us have truly experienced the love of God. And if we have experienced his love, Often it was a very long time ago. A veces decimos eso fue mucho tiempo atrás. Romans chapter 8. Romanos capítulo 8. Verse 15. Versículo 15. The spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather the spirit you receive brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. Y no recibieron un espíritu de nuevo los 
esclavicé al medio, sino el espíritu que los adopta como hijos y les permite clamar, Abba Padre. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. El Espíritu mismo le asegura a nuestro espíritu que somos hijos de Dios. God is our Father. Dios es nuestro Padre. I've been listening to an audio book called Exposing the Rejection Mindset. In the book, the author talks about how rejection is such a negative role in our relationship with God. Paul says that we've been adopted. Pablo dice que fuimos adoptados. In other words, we've been chosen by God to be his son or daughter. So fuimos escogidos por Dios para ser su hijo o hija. But the opposite of chosen is rejection. Pero la diferencia de escogido es ser expulsados. Instead of seeing ourselves as sons and daughters. En vez de vernos como hijos o hijas. Instead of seeing ourselves as chosen. En vez de vernos como escogidos. We often embrace a rejection mindset. Comenzamos a coger una mentalidad de rechazo. And when we embrace rejection, y cuando comenzamos a pensar con rechazo, knowingly or unknowingly, sin saber o sabiendo, we cannot receive the fullness of God's love. No podemos recibir la total, el total amor de Dios. And when something is blocking our lives from receiving God's love, y cuando algo está parando de que tú recibas el amor de Dios, it makes us difficult. It makes it difficult for us to truly love. God. Lo hace difícil de que tú ames a Dios. Remember, we love him because he first loved us. Recuerda, él nos amó, él tú lo amas a él porque él te amó a ti primero. But if something is limiting us from pero, receiving his love. Pero si algo te está limitando de recibir su amor. Then the way we love God will also be limited. Pues la forma de nuestro amor a Dios será limitado también. I know this might seem like a weird message for grand opening Sunday. Yo sé que este mensaje se escucha raro para un servicio de gran apertura. But God didn't call Katie and I to build a big church. Pero Dios no llamó a mí y a Katie para abrir una iglesia grande. He called us to preach the gospel and love people. Él nos llamó a que prediquemos el evangelio y amáramos a las personas. And I know that we can't properly love people. Y yo sé que no podemos amar apropiadamente until we first love God. Hasta que primero amemos a Dios. We can't fully love God no podemos en verdad amar a Dios until we fully receive His love for us. Hasta que recibemos el amor de Dios en nosotros. Our lives are riddled with guilt and shame and rejection. Nuestra vida está llena de, de rechazo y de muchas otras cosas. We put on our masks and we masquerade like everything is okay. Nos ponemos una máscara y ponemos esa cara para but deep, but deep down there are often wounds so deep pero más adentro hay muchas heridas that we either don't know they're there, de las cuales no sabemos que están ahí or they're so painful we won't talk about them. o son tan dolorosas de las cuales no queremos hablar and unfortunately y desafortunadamente the way we receive love from God de la forma que recibimos el amor de Dios is often determined by how we receive love from others es determinado de cómo recibimos el amor de otros and the way we receive love from others y la forma que recibimos el amor de otros often traces all the way back normalmente retorna to our childhood. a la forma que fuimos criados Listen, I'm not trying to turn this into a therapy session. Yo no quiero hacer esto una, una, un momento de terapia mental. But the, but the truth is, a lot of people in this room Pero la verdad es que muchas personas en este cuarto have deep issues, tienen problemas, deep wounds, eh, um, um, heridas, deep pain, dolores. 
that has not been properly dealt with. De las cuales tú no has trabajado. And that pain manifests itself in the form of rejection. Y ese dolor se manifiesta en rechazo. And so while God is offering us a spirit of adoption, y cuando Dios te está dando un espíritu de, de adaptivo, Satan offers a spirit of rejection. Satanás te da un espíritu de rechazo. God says, I've chosen you. Dios te dice, te escogí. Satan says, Nobody wants you. Satanás te dice nadie te quiere. God says I love you so much. Dios te dice te amo tanto. Satan says no one could ever love you. Satanás dice nadie te puede amar. God says you're my son or my daughter. Jesús dice eres mi hijo o hija. And Satan says you're just a throwaway. Y, y Satanás te dice tú eres un descarriado. Maybe you were abandoned as a child by your parents. A lo mejor fuiste rechazado por tus padres y abandonado. Maybe your spouse cheated on you and left. A lo mejor tu tu esposo tu esposa te 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 Maybe your kids left and it didn't come back when they became adults. Maybe you grew up in the home of a single mom or dad. Maybe you never knew your mom or your dad. Maybe death separated you from someone you love. Maybe you were the last one chosen for the team at recess or gym class. And it seems so silly and insignificant. You've even made jokes about it yourself. But the truth is, those moments on the playground as a child started a cycle of feeling and being rejected. And so when someone says God loves you and chose you to be his son or his daughter para que sea su hijo e hija, you can't believe it no lo puedes creer. because every person in your life since childhood has rejected you te ha rechazado. when people say God will never leave you or forsake you Cuando Dios dice, Él nunca te dejará. you can't receive it Tú no lo puedes recibir. because everyone you care about leaves you Porque todo el mundo a quien amas te dejas. or at least that's how you feel o por lo menos así es que te and so we have this disconnect y hay un desconect Between, between the love of God Entre el amor de Dios, the love he offers el amor que te ofrece, and the love we receive y el amor que recibimos. Luke recalls the time Luke relata, when Jesus was invited to dinner at the house of a Pharisee cuando Jesús fue traído a la casa a comer con el fariseo. his name was Simon Se llamaba Simón. you can find it in its entirety in Luke chapter 7 for time's sake I'll paraphrase Por el tiempo lo voy a Jesus goes to Simon's house. Jesús va a la casa de Simón. We're not told why he was invited. Él no le dice por qué fue invitado. We're not told what most of the dialogue of the night was. No sabemos cuál fue el, dia el diálogo de la noche. We don't know if there were questions and answers. No sabemos si hubieron preguntas y contestas. All we know is that Simon was a religious leader. Lo único que sabemos que Simón era un líder religioso. A Pharisee. Un fariseo. In order to become a Pharisee. Y para encontrarte como un fariseo. A great deal of study. En los estudios dicen and theological training had to occur y los y la parte tenía que the Pharisees were consumed with good works and following the law los por la ley. they were consumed with following traditions la they would not be caught in public doing something against tradition no lo algo en de la and yet at this dinner party Simon ignored multiple traditions esta cena, Simón ignoró as the host of the party 
como la persona teniendo la, la, la fiesta. It was customary to greet the guest of honor with a kiss on the hand as a sign of welcome. Era costumbre honrar a la persona, a la persona invitada especial con un beso en la palma de la mano. Simon dismisses this completely. Simón completamente se lo olvida. Foot washing was a daily reality. Lavarle los pies era parte del diario. In a dusty culture that revered cleanliness. En la cultura donde necesitaban ser limpios. The roads obviously weren't paved. La, la, no, las carreteras no estaban con brea. So you can imagine how dirty their feet would get. So imagínate cómo se ensuciaban sus pies. At this kind of dinner, en esta clase de, 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 de comida, the host was expected to help wash the visitors' feet. El, el, la persona teniendo esta fiesta tenía que lavarle los pies. Simon ignored this tradition as well. Simón ignoró esta tradición también. He didn't even offer Jesus a bowl. Él no le ofreció a Dios ni una ni un bowl. With water. Con agua. So that he could wash his own feet. Para que se lave los pies. Next, the host would anoint the guest with fine oil. Después lo ungía con aceite. A sign of hospitality. Un signo de hospitalidad. But no oil for Jesus. Pero no había aceite para Jesús. We're not told why Simon ignores all of the normal protocol. Cuando Simón ignora todos los protocolos. We know that he didn't forget. Sabemos que no se lo olvidó. He's a Pharisee. Él es un fariseo. And Pharisees don't forget tradition. Y los fariseos no se lo olvidan las tradiciones. He intentionally ignored these cultural rituals. Intencionalmente ignoró estos rituos. He knows it. Él lo sabe. Everyone else in the room knows it. Todo el mundo en el cuarto sabe. I'm reading into this a little. Y lo estoy leyendo. But it seems to give us a hint into how he truly felt about the teachings of Jesus. Pero nos enseñaba cómo él se sentía sobre las lecturas y las enseñanzas de Jesús. Somewhere in town, there's a woman. En la ciudad hay una mujer. Luke calls her a sinner. Lucas la llama una pecadora. Tradition says she was likely a prostitute. La tradición dice que era a lo mejor una prostituta, una ramera. Her profession would have excluded her from this private dinner gathering. Su profesión la excluía de esta de esta comida, de esta cena. But she had heard the stories of those who had been healed. Pero había escuchado de las historias de cómo fue sanado. She had heard the stories of those who had been forgiven. Había escuchado las historias de cómo fueron perdonados. She had heard the stories of those who hadn't been judged but loved and accepted. Escuchó las historias de cómo no fueron juzgados pero aceptados y amados. Breaking all of the rules and religious traditions. Rompiendo las reglas y los ritos y tradiciones. Breaking all of the customs. Rompiendo las costumbres. She made her way into the room. Hizo su camino al cuarto. Picture the scene in your mind. Piénsalo, imagínatelo en tu mente. There were probably audible gasps as this prostitute había suspiro porque todo el mundo veía esta ramera entrar. As this sinner cautiously walked toward Jesus. Como esta pecadora caminaba suavemente hacia Jesús. When she gets to the table where he's reclining. Cuando llega a la mesa donde él está sentado. Her emotion overtakes her. Su emoción la sobrellena en ese momento. She begins to weep uncontrollably. Comienza a llorar incontrolablemente. So much so that her tears begin to wet the unwashed feet of Jesus. Tanto que sus lágrimas comenzaron a mojar los pies de Jesús. As the dust and the dirt begin to run off of his feet Mientras sucio comenzó a correr de sus pies from the immense amount of tears de tantas lágrimas que corrían sobre su rostro she probably feels a sense of embarrassment a lo mejor se sentía agobiada with nothing to Avergonzada. clean up the mess sin tener algo de limpiar el, el, el sucio she let down her hair y bajó su pelo more su gasps y más suspiro había more outrage más enojo había more anger 
más enojo. More indignation. Indignación. It was considered a disgrace for a woman to let down her hair in public. Era una desgracia que una mujer deja soltar a su pelo en público. Kneeling at the feet of Jesus. Mientras se humillaba a los pies de Jesús. Weeping uncontrollably. Llorando incontrolablemente. She begins to wipe. Comienza a limpiar. His tear-stained feet. Sus pies llenos de sus lágrimas. With her hair. Con su pelo. And then she takes an alabaster jar of perfume. Y coge un de alabastro. And she begins to pour it y on Jesus. Y comienza a, a vaciarlo sobre Jesús. And she begins to kiss his feet y over and over again. Y comienza a besar sus pies otra y una y otra vez. We know this perfume wasn't cheap. Sabemos que este perfume no era inexpensive. <laughs> Barato. Barato, yes. Come on, Pastor, help me out. We know it wasn't cheap because the religious leaders were mad. Porque los líderes estaban enojados. They said it could have been sold. Podía ser vendido. And the money given to the poor. Y el dinero dado a los pobres. It was fine perfume. Era perfume fino. It was likely the way. Era probablemente. She kept herself smelling fresh. Era como se olía fresca. Between customers. Entre entre sus clientes. The perfume was a symbol of her livelihood. El perfume era un símbolo de su forma de vida. In that moment, en ese momento, before God and everyone, ante Jesús y todo el mundo, she gave all she had to Jesus. Le dio todo lo que tenía a Jesús. And that's where we pick up the story. Y ahí donde arrancamos con la historia. I said I would paraphrase for time's sake, but that took way longer. Iba para paraphrasear, pero eso fue más tiempo de lo que pensaba. Luke chapter 7. Luke chapter 7. 39. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would know who is touching him and what kind of woman she is, that she is a sinner. Al ver esto, el fariseo que la había invitado dijo para sí, Si este hombre fuera profeta, sabrá quién es la que está tocando y qué clase de mujer es una pecadora. Jesus answered him, Simon, I have something to tell you. Tell me, teacher, he said. Entonces Jesús le dijo a manera de respuesta, Simón, tengo algo que decirte. Dime, maestro, respondió. Two people owed money to a certain moneylender. One of them owed 500 denarii and the other 50. Dos hombres le debían dinero a cierto prestamista. Uno le debía 500 monedas de plata y el otro 50. Neither of them had the money to pay him back, so he forgave the debts of both. Now which of them will love him more? Como no tenían con qué pagarles, les perdonó la deuda a los dos. Ahora bien, ¿cuál de los dos lo amará más? Simon replied, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt forgiven. You have judged correctly, Jesus said. Supongo que aquel a quien más le perdonó, contestó Simón, has juzgado bien, le dijo Jesús. Then he turned toward the woman and to Simon. Do you see this woman? I came into your house. You did not give me any water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. Luego se volvió, luego se volvió hacia la mujer y le dijo a Simón, ¿Ves a esta mujer cuánto entré en tu casa? No me diste agua para los pies, pero ella me los bañado los pies en lágrimas y me los ha secado con sus cabellos. You did not give me a kiss, but this woman, from the time I entered, has not stopped kissing my feet. No me besaste, pero ella desde que entré no ha dejado de besarme los pies. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. 
Tú no me ungiste la cabeza con aceite, pero ella me ungió los pies con perfume. Therefore I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven, as her great love has shown, but whoever has been forgiven little, loves little. Por esto te digo, si ella ha amado mucho, es que sus muchos pecados le han sido perdonados, pero a quien poco se le perdona, poco ama. And then Jesus said to her, your sins are forgiven. Entonces Jesús le dijo a ella, tus pecados quedan perdonados. We love because he first loved us. Nosotros amamos porque él primero nos amó a nosotros. And to the degree that we receive his love, hasta el grado donde recibimos su amor, is the degree to which we can love him and also love our neighbor. Es en el grado donde podemos amarlo a él y a nuestro prójimo. And so the question becomes, so la pregunta se convierte, what is holding you back from que, fully experiencing God's love? ¿Qué te aguanta de experimentar el verdadero amor de Dios? Is it the pain of the past? Es es el dolor del pasado. Are you consumed with rejection? Estás consumido por rechazo. So much so that you can't receive the spirit of adoption. Que tan, tanto que no puedes recibir el espíritu de, ada, de, de adopción. Is it unconfessed sin? Es que no has confesado tus pecados. Is there something so dark that you don't think it can be forgiven? Es algo tan oscuro de la cual no puede ser perdonado. Is it something so shameful that you can't even utter the words out loud? Es algo tan avergonzoso de que no puedes hablar de la, la palabra amor. I don't know about you. Yo no sé de ti. But I've walked in the shoes of this sinful woman. Pero yo he caminado en los pies de la mujer pecadora. When I read her story, cuando leo su historia, it's also my story. Es también mi historia. It's a story of brokenness. Es una historia de rompimiento. A story of perversity. Una historia de perversidad. A story of sin. Una and, historia de pecado. And shame. Y rechazo. And y rejection. Y rechazo. And embarrassment. Y Vergüenza. But like her, I found Jesus. Pero como ella, yo también encontré a Jesús. More accurately, Jesus found me. Amen. Mejor dicho, Jesús me encontró a mí. And just like this sinful woman, y como esta mujer pecadora, he picked me up. Me levantó. He looked me in the eyes. Me vio en los ojos. And he said, "Your sins are forgiven." Y me dijo, "Tus pecados han sido perdonados." We love. Nosotros amamos. Because he first loved us. Porque él primero nos amó a nosotros. We love him because he first loved us. Nosotros nos amamos a él porque él primero nos amó a nosotros. We love others because he first loved us. Amamos a otros porque él primero nos amó. He who has been forgiven of little. Aquel que ha sido perdonado de poco. Loves little. Ama poco. But he who has been forgiven of much. Pero aquel que ha sido perdonado de mucho. Loves much. Ama mucho. Don't let this moment pass you by. No dejes que este momento te pase. Without a complete and total surrender to Jesus. Sin tú rendirte completamente ante Jesús. The Father is calling you to come home. El Padre te llama que regreses a casa. He's saying to you. Te dice a ti. Through the songs. Entre las canciones, los himnos. Through the message. Por el mensaje. I love you. Yo te amo. Thank you, Jesus. We love. Nosotros amamos. Because he first loved us. Porque él nos amó primero. Many of us don't love God the way that we should. Muchos de nosotros no amamos a Dios como debemos. Because something is blocking us from receiving his love. Porque algo está bloqueando de que recibamos su amor. And when we trace it back. Y cuando miramos atrás, it often will lead us to a place nos va a llevar a un lugar where we have been rejected ourselves. Donde fuimos rechazados nosotros mismos. Whether it was childhood, en, si fue en tu niñez, a broken marriage, durante un matrimonio roto, we often relate the way 
we receive love from God the way we've received it from others. Relacionamos el amor que damos por como recibimos amor anteriormente. There are people in the room right now. Hay personas en este cuarto ahora mismo. You can't fully connect. You can't fully receive God's love. No te puedes conectar o recibir el amor de Dios. Because something is keeping you from it. Porque algo te aguanta de recibirlo. And until we fully receive His love, y hasta que verdaderamente recibamos el amor de Dios, we can't fully love Him. No podemos amarlo a él. And we'll never love our neighbor. Y nunca amaremos a nuestro prójimo. God wants to do healing in your heart. Dios quiere sanar tu corazón. He wants to bring healing to those wounds. Él quiere traer sanidad a esas heridas. He wants to reach into the dark places. Él quiere entrar en los lugares oscuros. The hidden places. Los lugares escondidos. And he wants to heal those places. Y quiere sanar ese lugar. We serve a healing God. Servimos a un Dios que sana. Would you bow your heads in this room? Baje sus cabezas en este cuarto. I know this has been a little bit different. Yo sé que esto ha sido un poco diferente. But I don't want to pass by this moment. Yo no quiero pasar este momento. Without inviting the Holy Spirit to bring healing to people's hearts. Sin despedirle al Espíritu Santo que traiga sanidad a las vidas de los de los corazones. If you're in this room today, si estás en este cuarto hoy, and you've experienced pain y has and rejection, experimentado dolor y rechazo, you have deep wounds inside of your heart. Y tienes heridas en tu corazón. Maybe there's unforgiveness in your heart. A lo mejor no has podido perdonar. The Lord wants to bring healing. Hoy Dios quiere sanarte. Mm. Yes. Mm. I want you to take just a moment. Quiero que cojas unos minutos. With your eyes closed. Con tus ojos cerrados. And your heads bowed. Con tu cabeza bajada. Right at your seat. Ahí donde estás sentado. And I want you to have a moment of contemplation. Y quiero que contemples en tu mente. Ask the Holy Spirit. Y que le pidas al Espíritu Santo. To reveal to you. Que te revele. Any places. Cualquier lugar. That need to be healed. Que necesita ser sanado. As Adrian plays, we're going to just hang out in this moment. Wrap me in your arms. Wrap me in your. 
Won't you wrap it in your arms? Sing Spanish. Envuélveme en ti. Envuélveme en ti. Envuélveme. Envuélveme. in this atmosphere I, I, I'm not in a hurry to go eat cookies I haven't, I haven't had a cookie for 30 days I'm going to be okay some of you haven't had one for 30 minutes you're going to be okay too I want to invite you in this moment if you need healing from the Lord to come to this altar and surrender all that you have just like the woman the sinful woman she brought everything she had and she poured it on Jesus I want to invite you to get out of your seat come to this altar and begin to surrender your life to Him. Our prayer is that we would be emptied so that He could fill us. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Our prayer team is going to get out of their seat and begin to make their way to the front. If you would like someone to pray with you, we have a team of people who are God-fearing, Bible-believing. And they would be honored to pray with you if you'd like prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I pray that the healer, God, I thank you that the healer is here. God, I thank you that you're moving in this room and you're touching people's hearts and you're bringing healing. And even though we don't all speak the same language, God, the Holy Spirit speaks the same language and he's bringing healing to people's hearts. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, this is a good place if you're at your seat. Just to begin to pray for those who are receiving healing. I know this is an uncomfortable atmosphere for some of the people in the room. 
I get it. Not everybody is used to this kind of atmosphere. That's okay. We're not here to freak anybody out. We're just here to seek God. We're here for Him to move and to touch people's hearts and to touch people's lives. And so if you're here, and your, your heart's good. You're good to go. I just ask that you begin to pray for these who are receiving healing from the Lord. Jesus said that our house or His house would be called a house of prayer. Could we turn this place into a house of prayer? As we start the next year of our journey, as we start year seven, at year six, could we turn this place into a house of prayer? Would you lift your voice and cry out on behalf of your neighbors? Cry out on behalf of your friends. Cry out on behalf of those who are receiving healing from the Lord. Pastor Randy and the entire staff at Everyday Church, we'd like to thank you for joining us today. For more information on the church, please visit us at everydaychurch.xyz.